Welcome to season four of Tell Your Story. This season is all about that business. We want to talk to small business owners and entrepreneurs about how they got started and the ups and downs of owning a business. So take a listen. You might learn a few things. Enjoy. Welcome back, Tellers. We are here with Holly Johnson. Holly, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. So first of all, this season, season four, is all about business owners. So that's why we're talking to you. But first, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So my name is Holly Johnson, or as my full government name, Holland Elizabeth (laughs) Rebecca Ware Johnson. Love it. Um, I am 28 years old. I am recently married. I graduated from LSUS with my bachelor's of science. Nice. And uh, right now I currently work for myself full time with a t-shirt business and a photography business. Awesome. How recently are you married? Um, we married three years ago, okay. and, but we've been together for almost 10 years. Wow. Yes. We yes. met in high school. Oh, did you? Okay. Yes. Cool. That's sweet. Did y'all go to the same high school or was it? Yeah. You did? We, we actually went to Magnet our first year as mm-hmm. freshmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he left. And then we got, I guess, reacquainted when I went to college. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, not a little reunited. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So tell us about your businesses and, and when they started. Okay, so my photography business started about five years ago in April, and that one is it has recently become a wedding photography business. Before, mm-hmm. it was just family photography, senior portraits, and within the last few years, I really changed it to kind of focus primarily on weddings, mm-hmm. and so that one's about five years, and then... I started a t-shirt business almost a year ago. I want to say in October. Okay. I'll make a year for my t-shirt business. Nice. So, so you're almost there. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's been an amazing year. And tell us the names. Okay, so our photography business name is Holly J Photography. And then our t-shirt business is Brindley Marie Designs. You gotta tell me where that came from. What's Brindley Marie? Yes. So Brindley Marie is the name is both of our mom's names combined. So my mom's name is Brenda Lee, and Mm -hmm. then his mom's middle name is Marie. So whenever my husband and I have a daughter, we wanted to create a business for her. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to name her Brindley Marie after our moms. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So we created the business Brindley Marie Designs for her. So she already, she's not here yet. No. She already has a business. (laughs) Yeah, she's not here yet, but whenever she does come, Then yes, she will have a business that's already so for her. Yeah. Look, that's legacy building though. Yes. I love that. So you said you work full-time for yourself now. So yes. when did you stop working for someone else, quote unquote? Um, last year. So I wanna say I wanna say it was around October, maybe in the fall season. So yeah. between August and October is when I left uh, my job as a behavior specialist for children with special needs and autism. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just kind of felt like Right now, I'm entering a new season, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to work for myself. I didn't see myself working another nine to five because yeah. well, now I work twenty four seven. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm up at three a.m. making shirts and editing galleries. Yeah. But um, I knew that I didn't want to work a nine to five in this next season that I was entering, mm-hmm. and so I just began to pray and really ask the Lord, "How can I make an exit 
but one that wasn't gonna like put my family in like debt or like yeah. struggle. So um, he was able to kind of show me that. And I knew that during the photography dead seasons or like the low seasons mm. that I wanted something that can kind of like keep the finances rolling in. So then I started looking into other things that I could do and t-shirt business and t-shirt making and cricketing was real big back then. And so I was like, okay, well, I have a cricket maker and I can make some t-shirts. So then I just started to teach myself how to do that. And here we are almost a year later with a t-shirt business as well. Wow. So this was a real like decision for you with the t-shirt business it was like let's see what i can do yes like it wasn't kind of one of those things that you were doing that already before no like that's the thing like i wasn't doing any type of crafting Mm -hmm. t-shirt making or even like vinyl weeding none of that beforehand i just happened to hop on tiktok and see that there was tiktok that's That's where you find it that's where we find it (laughs) and so then i was able to see that a lot of women and even some men were like cricketing and they mm-hmm. were crafting and they were like making a business out of it. Yeah. And people just love it. I mean, you can personalize anything right. with a cricket machine and everyone loves to have their name put on something. And so from there, I was like, okay, I, I can get a cricket machine for like a hundred dollars and <laughs> yeah. be able to start this. Yeah. So from there, I just started like researching it, trying to figure out what works, what hasn't worked for yeah. us. But um, yeah. I kind of love my, I love my cricketing business, yeah. but even though I don't really use a cricket, I found so many shortcuts and stuff, okay. so, but it's still in the crafting t-shirt mm-hmm. making world. But you said you, so you went to school though for the behavior thing. Is that what yes. you went to school for? No. Okay. Uh, so I actually went to school for, um, counseling okay and what i wanted to do is i wanted to become a counselor and counsel children and teenagers who dealt with drug abuse and um like just any type of sexual abuse drug abuse Mm -hmm. um because uh i don't know if many people know this but i'm adopted and so Mm -hmm. my birth mother actually gave me up um but my parents adopted me through mercy multiplied okay and so the the big goal was to become a counselor and then go back and work for Mercy Multiplied and help those girls and help just kind of give back. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, but when I was working in the, in the clinic, that was behavior therapy. And so behavior therapy and counseling are two different fields. And so it was actually really hard for me to understand what I was learning in school because I wasn't applying it Mm -hmm. every day. And so just having the two different studies as well as trying to become a full-time photographer and then now introducing t-shirt business, it was a lot. And so I actually, bless it, but I actually (laughs) ended up dropping out of school in January. Um, But I graduated with my undergrad and so I was working on my master's for clinical mental health counseling with an emphasis in trauma. And so um, this past January, I actually made the decision to go ahead and drop out of school just so that I can focus primarily on the photography business. Because like I said, I feel like this is where um, the Lord has led me right now is to just be full-time in the business. And I didn't want to continue the uh, education when I knew that like I wasn't going to be able to do anything with it right now. Because what you have to do is that you have to go and work in a clinic and get your practicum hours, your internship Mm -hmm. hours. And I was like, I just how I have time for that right now. Right. So in order to save myself a bill, I was like, you know, we're just <laughs> yep. gonna go ahead and push this on pause. Yeah. Which that was a hard decision. I actually cried when I got done talking to my mm. counselor because I mean, you don't think 
that it had that much of an impact on you until mm-hmm. you're calling her and you're like, hey, I think I'm going to go ahead and take a step back. Mm-hmm. And then after that phone call, I just remember sobbing and just saying, like, I feel like a failure in that moment mm-hmm. because I stopped, you know. Mm-hmm. But from then, me and my husband talked. My parents have talked to me. They were like, no, you're not right. a failure. Right. Like, you're just changing directions and stuff. Yeah. And so um, that was something that I had to realize, that I'm not a failure. Mm-hmm. And my counselor, she still calls me. She wants those payments. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but she's super sweet with it. And um, I didn't realize, like, how much of a relationship we've had developed mm-hmm. over the past four years yeah. of just being in school and talking to her yeah. and stuff. Well, it just makes me think that maybe that part of you feel like you owed something because you were adopted. Like, I have to do this because, but maybe God is like, no, ma'am, you don't owe anybody anything. I have a plan for you. And, you know, you don't have to stay connected to your past. Yeah. And I even try to think of it more of the fact that, yes, I went to school for counseling, which was primarily so that I can talk to people and get to know them better and everything. And I see myself doing those skills, even mm. as a photographer, yeah. like I talk to clients, I'm like, okay, so how did y'all meet? Like, like, what are you looking for? Like, like just getting to know my clients. Cause I'm not just going to show up, take your pictures and then leave. Um, like I'm going to message you. I'm going to answer your phone calls whenever you're calling me and you're like stressed out because you don't <laughs> know where to do about your dress or you don't know what to do about your timeline. So I think definitely having that education, prepared me for mm-hmm. photography and for talking to different types of people that I meet because right now mm-hmm. it's not just strictly church people that I'm in contact with mm-hmm. it's people that I've never even heard of who have just seen my work online and they're like mm-hmm. I want to have you shoot our pictures and stuff so that's a good segue so how do you find your clients so people are just kind of finding you now right? yeah <laughs> beforehand um, I had to do a lot of like model calls just texting friends and family saying, hey, can I shoot you? Uh, like, can I take your pictures just mm-hmm. for free just because I just wanted to practice. Yeah. Now, um, I have people, I even had a woman today uh, message me saying, I don't know how I, came up, how I haven't come across your profile before. Like, yeah. your work is stunning. I would love for you to take our wedding photos wow. next year. And so, <laughs> so I'm very thankful for that because before I felt like I was trapped in like a little bubble because it was only church people, you know, mm-hmm. which nothing wrong with church people. I love y'all. Y'all please right. just a book. <laughs> but I wanted to be able to branch yeah. out because eventually I would love to be able to travel with my photography okay. and do like elopements and like destination weddings yeah. and stuff. And I can't do that unless like I can branch out from where I'm at, you right. know? And sure. so for right now, so like now we're in the season to where I have people that I don't even know. Like, we don't even have any mutual friends, but they see my work mm-hmm. on Facebook because they're following photographers in the area. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, I love your work. Can we connect? Yeah. And are there pages, like, the, that you put yourself on to kind of? There's, uh, yeah, there's so there's a few wedding groups on Facebook. So, okay. like, like Brides on Louisiana, Brides in Texas. Um, that I primarily post on just because they're brides like within those two states yeah. that are looking for wedding photographers. Um, and then there's other pages like the like the groups that like I get my presets from so that I can edit. So like editing groups mm-hmm. and then so there's just different groups primarily on Facebook yeah. that help me like network and branch out to people that um, that don't know me. And then also hashtags seem to work also. Mm-hmm. A lot of people right now are really into like 
hashtag black photographers or like mm-hmm. um, black owned business photographers. Right. And so like I've had like a few clients have been like, hey, I really want to support a black owned business. I saw mm-hmm. your work. I love your work. Can we book? And yeah. so any type of like branding, marketing uh, has definitely helped with us. Yeah. And so you said that you kind of work 24 seven running a business is yeah. not what people think, you know, it's when not. you get into it's it. Not. So how do you find help? Uh, my help right now primarily is my husband and we were even talking about this last night. Uh, like he's my rock. He's the one that like, I really stand on whenever like the workload gets hectic and I don't have enough time to like do this and do that. But one thing that I definitely have to work on is asking for help and Mm -hmm. even wanting him to help. Cause he'll say, how can I help? And I'm like, well, I have to edit this and do this and do that. And he's Mm -hmm. like, Okay, so what you're saying is that what I can do, I can't help you with, you Mm. know, because he's not the one editing and he's not the one taking the pictures and stuff. And so I'm like, no, but you can stand beside me. Like, you can just sit (laughs) right next to me and that'll help. Yeah. And so uh, I just think for me, it's really like letting go to allow him to help because in reality, I can teach him how to edit, you know, and Mm. I can and I can teach him how to put the shirt in the press and like make a shirt and all that. And so, um, but it's just hard to let go because you're so wanting to like do it yourself Mm -hmm. and not because if it, because if something goes wrong, then it's like, oh, it falls back on me, you know? And so, and I don't want it to fall back on him because he's not the main, you know, like he's not the business. He's a part of the business, but he isn't like the business, you know? And so I just think that asking for help has been something that I've always struggled with, but now I'm trying to do better because if not, that I'm going to be drowning and then <laughs> he's going to be the one that's going to experience the blowback, right. which is not good for our marriage, right. you know, yeah. or for my mental health. Yeah. So, yeah. Are you looking into a team though? Like having an assistant or something like that besides your husband? No, yeah. Besides my husband, with, I would love to be able to develop a team, but with that comes money. Yeah. And right now, like I said, with photography, you have high seasons, like, mm. like peak wedding seasons or the fall season. Okay. And then during the dull seasons, like right now, we're in a lull season just because it's so hot outside. Yes. People don't want to go outside. I don't want to go outside. <laughs> and uh, so during those lull seasons, like you can really see like a strain a little bit on your finances because like, you know, mm-hmm. bills still come. Right. Even if there's yeah. no money in the bank, they bills don't still stop. come. Yeah. And so uh, I would love to be able to hire a team and like just have like at least an assistant or someone that can do emails and marketing and yeah. just do that. But realistically, like we're not at that point yet, which mm-hmm. is fine. Like I said, this is just our first year of being full-time with both right. businesses. Yeah. So it's not like we can jump off the gate and get a warehouse for the t-shirts and then get <laughs> two assistants for the photography business. Yeah. Um, but during wedding seasons, like I do hire assistants and second shooters to help with the wedding days. But as far as like just the day to day stuff, it's primarily me doing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so who inspired you to even become a business owner? Because like people don't automatically think like that. Yeah. Some people don't, you know, like yeah. I can do this. I can have a business. Like I can work for myself. Yeah. I think for me, I just kind of saw people were doing it and I did I never realized that being your own business owner was an opportunity or something that was even available. Mm-hmm. I always thought of businesses as like those multi-million dollar businesses, you know, like the rich old white man, like Walmart or something <laughs> yeah. like that. But 
I didn't realize that there was a bracket of small business owners mm-hmm. who are still as successful, who have like changed their life because of them being a small business owner. Yeah. And so I it really wasn't until maybe like three years ago when I realized that photographers could be business owners yeah. and that they could do photography year round without having to do anything else and still make six figures, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, is, I'm thinking, is, is that an option? Like, can we do that? <laughs> and my husband's like, yeah, we, we can do that. Like, yeah. we just need to like work towards that goal. Mm-hmm. And so I think just by realizing that that was something that was available for me, that kind of inspired me to like want that for myself. Yeah. Um, and to like want to strive for that for myself. And so I guess, I don't know there was one singular person or one singular event that like inspired me Mm -hmm. to reach out and like try to become a full-time photographer but uh i once i made that connection that this is something that is obtainable for me that i can do then i was like okay well let's head in that direction because that's the direction that i want to go in right and with it being like difficult sometimes like what keeps you from quitting what keeps you getting up besides the bills (laughs) You gotta have a why deeper than money though yeah. sometimes, you know. <laughs> I think um our why was just because we wanted to have uh, we wanted to one break generational curses and then two, mm-hmm. we wanted to provide generational wealth for our children. Mm-hmm. And so with my husband, like he works at Walmart and he's been working there for almost 10 years now, but he doesn't like feel like that's going to like provide generational wealth for our family, you know? And so with me and the photography business and now the t-shirt business, we're thinking more along the lines of like, okay, we want to have a family, but we also don't want our kids to struggle. Yeah. Not to say that like I struggled as a child because I, for me, I don't think that Mm -hmm. I've struggled. I mean, that's my parents. They probably have a different side because you know, their parents, but for me, I don't think that we struggled, but my husband, he was raised differently and mm-hmm. him and his brothers and sisters, they did. And so I know one thing that we wanted to prevent for our children was struggling, you yeah. know? And so with our businesses, we definitely want to take on the mindset of that we're creating something for our children and then even our children's children, should they decide to like yeah. keep going with it. Um, and so with um, the photography business, we really wanted to make sure that we started a legacy or even I think the t-shirt business a legacy that's for our kids yeah. so that whenever we get have children and then they get older they're not having to want for things mm-hmm. you know and not to say that mom and dad will be like multi-millionaires but hey well I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we definitely wanted to provide for our kids and not be like okay well we're struggling, you know? Right. And so we want to do that now while we're young and while we have it on our brain yeah. and not like later on in life. That's awesome. That, yeah. Like we talked about earlier, that legacy. Yeah. You know, even with the name. So y'all are setting it up. Yeah. Um, so what does that look like for you? What does success look like for you? You know, does it, yeah. is it a certain number? Is it a certain yeah. place? I think um, for us, like just as, like, I don't have any let me not say I don't have any long-term goals because uh, everyone has a long-term goal for what they want their business to look like. Yeah. But I think right now I like to see my goals short-term mm-hmm. so I know that they're a little bit more realistic to grab and capture now, yeah. like within like a year or two years, as opposed to saying like, oh, I want to have like this big 
company that's 20, 30 years in the making, you know, because I know just for me, that can be like disheartening or like uh, discouraging if I know that I can't grasp it like today, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And so I think success right now looks like me and my husband finding a warehouse space for our t-shirt business. Mm -hmm. And so just so that we can get all of our stuff out of our one bedroom cottage uh, house, (laughs) because the the bedroom furniture is now in the living room. You know, just because of the t-shirt business has like overtaken our little one bedroom. So for now, success would just be saying like, hey, we now have our t-shirt business in a warehouse. So now I can go to work in a warehouse and have all my stuff there. Or our photography business, I would say like our success is being able to say that I have a destination wedding in a state that I've never shot at mm-hmm. before. Just because that's something that's realistic, it's obtainable, it can happen today, yeah. it can happen tomorrow. And then I'm like, wow, we did it, we reached that goal. Yeah. That's success for us. Okay, now what's our next goal? Yeah. And have it something a little bit more. And then the next goal might be, okay, well, I want my shirts in a store mm-hmm. or, or in a boutique. And I'm like, okay, that's realistic. But we started reaching out to some local boutiques to see mm-hmm. if I can bring my stuff in. And if I can like put it on the storefront and then that's realistic. And then for photography, it might be, okay, well now I want to shoot a destination wedding. We can just go to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a Mexico wedding or a Cancun wedding. Wow. That's success. Like that. We check that off our box. So I think success for me is just being able to check off those smaller goals that I have in mind, as opposed to like saying like, I have this large goal that I want to see 20 years from now. Yeah. So that's my no, I think that's great because it keeps you going. Like mm. you said, it's kind of like going from glory to glory. <laughs> like if yeah. you make it through this thing, yeah. then it builds your confidence exactly. that you can do the next thing. So exactly. I, I mean, my great. parents even like kind of gave me the metaphor of like saying like, okay, so like when you're losing weight, you mm. might say, I want to lose a hundred pounds, but you're not going right. to lose a hundred pounds at in, like, in, in a week, <laughs> yeah. but you can lose three pounds in a week. Right. And that can be a smaller goal. And they said, like, a pound is a pound. Like, a mm-hmm. loss is a loss, you know? And so, like, just by reaching that goal, you did something. Like, yeah. you checked something off. Like, you reached your accomplishment. You should be proud of that success that you did, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I just kind of think of, like, our business like that. Like, each little thing is like a pound towards a bigger yeah. goal. That's good. So, yeah. so what did you find that you weren't ready for? when it came to running a business, like now that you're in it. Yeah. Yeah. found that we weren't ready for the dry seasons. Um, okay. Just because, like I said, last year when I was doing my photography business, I also had my nine to five. Yeah. So during those dry seasons, I didn't really notice them because I was still getting my paychecks mm-hmm. from my nine to five consistently every, every two weeks. Right. You know, um, with the dry seasons, you notice them a little bit more because you're not getting paid consistently and you're also um, just getting paid whenever the client's money is time to pay, you know? Yeah. And so I think for that was one major thing that we weren't really prepared for is just having those dry seasons and not freaking out during those dry seasons. Yeah. And because so, it's so easy to be like, oh, Lord, where's the money? What you know? Now? Yeah. Exactly. And so, and then to even question, like, should I be doing this? Should I go back to work? Mm-hmm. Like, there's been so many conversations I have with my husband. I'm like, should I go back to work? I said, I think they'll hire me back. Like, I, <laughs> I was a real worker. We left on good terms. Yeah. And so I think that's one thing that we weren't prepared for. But mm-hmm. now that we're coming up on a year, we're better prepared for next year yeah. whenever those seasons come because they're going to come. It's all a part of life. Like you have like your peak wedding season and then you have like your dry seasons. Like 
right after the Christmas holidays. Right. Nobody's trying to spend any money. No, you know? exactly. <laughs> Nobody's trying to spend any money. So that first part of the year, that's when we can really like tunker down on the t-shirt business, mm-hmm. you know, because people still want to buy cute shirts and stuff. Yeah. And so I think for next year, that's something that we'll be more prepared for, mm-hmm. which we weren't this year. But like I said, um, we're better prepared. Now. Yeah. Now, do you have a crazy client story that you're willing to share? <laughs> <laughs> I will say that most of our clients have been really sweet. And really nice. We don't really have too, too many crazy client stories. Um, The only one that I could think of off of just the top of my head that I was telling my husband about last night was when we shot a wedding and we delivered the wedding to the client. And then the client's mom was upset because a lot of the reception photos had like people's mouths open and like their <laughs> eyes closed. And I'm just telling my husband, I'm like, they're singing. They're like happy. <laughs> like, they're dancing. They're showing emotions. Yeah. And so I was like, did she not want emotional? She wanted you? them to pose exactly. and everything <laughs> for the reception. I'm like, they're singing to Lil Wayne and like they're just being so excited. And so, but other than that, and then I think with the teacher business, we just had one lady say, this shirt wasn't as soft as the one on the table. And I'm like, ma'am, this is like week two. Come on. I didn't even know that there were different types of t-shirt materials. <laughs> like I said, ma'am, you got a dry fit blend right here. You mm. were touching the soft style, but I will fix it for you. Wow. So other than that, we haven't really had um, any crazy client stories just yeah. because I pride myself on having great communication skills with my clients. Um, like my clients, honestly, which it'll probably work on my boundaries, but they can <laughs> literally text me any time of night or yeah. day. Um, Cause I, my husband works overnight. So I'm always awake anyway, just working. So if they text me at like 12 o'clock at night, granted, I probably shouldn't respond, but I'm going to be like, Hey girl, what's up? Yeah. And so I think most of my clients have a great relationship with me and I with them. So we don't really come across too many crazy client stories just because of the fact that my clients don't have a chance to get crazy with me <laughs> because we have that relationship that's yeah. so well. Yeah. I think the, the key word you said was communication. Yes. Cause it seems like those are the issues that come up when it's yeah. like, wait, what's your policy? Like, when is it, yeah. when am I getting it? What's the payments, the deposit, like stuff like that yes. usually can get crazy. It can. And that's what we're noticing a lot in the photography community is there's a group that I follow on Facebook which basically like law talks for photographers. So it's basically legal stuff that photographers are going through. And so many uh, photographers talk about how clients want to sue them or clients are wanting refunds back because there was a lack of communication. And Mm -hmm. I mean, like they messaged the client on Friday, but the client messaged the photographer on Friday and didn't hear back from the photographer till like Wednesday of Mm -hmm. the next week. And now they're wanting a refund back because the photographer lacked in communication. And there's even so many people like that I personally know that I'm just like, girl, like how is it that you have so many clients and you're not communicating with your people? And Mm -hmm. I think that as a business owner, communication is so, so important because that can literally make or break a deal. It can make or break your client's experience with you. And one thing that clients say whenever they recommend me is that Holly is always communicating she's very thorough like even when I go through with my timeline with my couples like I'm on the phone on a FaceTime call Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay I'm gonna type all this up let's get into very details of what we're gonna do just so that I'm not having to be like okay so when do you anticipate us doing this (laughs) on wedding day you know (laughs) and so I just think as a business owner communication is one of the and transparency you Mm -hmm. have to be transparent with your clients 
about what they are going to receive, when are they going to receive it, yeah. like what they should expect and the quality, yeah. just because they are spending money on you. Like they're spending mm-hmm. money on a product, on a service. And if you fail to meet their expectations, then that's where you can get like upset clients and it literally takes one client to oh, bad mouth you yes. and ruin your entire business. Yeah. You know what it makes me think of like the client doesn't really know or care to be honest, like how much work you have to do exactly. or how many other clients exactly. you have or exactly. they I mean like you're supposed to be focused on me. I'm here. I'm spending yeah. money on you. You yeah. know, like I mean yeah. it's sad, but that's kind of how it is. Like exactly. it's like you have to treat that person like they're the only one. <laughs> exactly. And you I know. think with me, and even before I leave weddings, I'll like speak to the bride and groom and I'm like, hey, I'm about to head out. Is there anything else I want to capture? And they're like, no. And then normally they'll say, so what do we expect? Some pictures. Right. And I'm like, and I'll tell them, I'm like, okay, well, you guys are number four in the list. Uh-huh. And so, but I will send you your sneak peeks this day. Um, but you should expect your gallery within. X amount of weeks from now. Yeah. So just so that they know what to expect from me yeah. and that they're not texting me like, hey girl, like, let me know that. something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, Did you forget? No, I didn't forget. We're still in our timeline. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, last season, I, it was all about marriage and I okay. interviewed married couples and I asked them about like, why do you think you're together? Yeah. You know, because I kind of feel like God doesn't do anything for no reason. Yeah. Like if he puts two people together, it's a reason. And so it's the same thing to me for businesses. Mm-hmm. Like, why does your business exist? Again, aside from money. <laughs> but <laughs> what does it <laughs> what does it solve in the world? Like what do, what do you feel like your businesses bring to people? Yeah. You know? I think my especially for my photography business and even my t-shirt business, I think it brings joy. Yeah. Just because whenever you see pictures mm-hmm. and you see your event captured in a frame like you can like go back and relive that moment Mm -hmm. like just today i messaged this girl her gallery preview from her um, grandparents 60th wedding anniversary that they just had a few weeks ago and normally i give her like sneak peeks within like three days while i message her communication i was like hey girl it's been a hectic week um i'm running behind on your sneak peeks but i'm gonna send them to you she was like, girl, no worries. Yeah. I'm super patient. It took us six months to get our wedding photos back. Like, <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. So then I sent her her pictures on my way here. And she literally said, yes, ma'am. Got me crying in the club on a Thursday <laughs> afternoon. These are so perfect. And so just, like, even though that wasn't, like, her event, like a wedding, yeah. it was something for her grandparents that she was mm-hmm. able to do for them. And she even, it brought her joy back. Like, it brought those emotions back. Right. And even, like, editing those pictures, like, I'm seeing the moments. And I even was able to, like, watch a little clip of, like, the husband singing to his wife. Oh, like, on. oh, my gosh, <laughs> the tears. Yeah. And so, and then those slow dancing mm. to, like, one of those old-timey songs. Yeah. And I'm just like, this this is why, you know, just because, like, I want to be able to capture these emotions. Like, yes, mm-hmm. we can remember it with our brain, but to actually right. see the photos and to see those memories coming back, it's just, it just brings a joy about yeah. it that you're like, oh, my gosh, like, I remember that moment and I want that moment to live on forever. Right. So I think like with photography, it just, it just brings a joy mm-hmm. and that just a joy that like you can physically see 
that you can even like have on your nightstand. Like if you had a bad day, just go back to that moment. Yeah. So just it brings joy to the world. The world is so kind of doom and gloom right yes. now. It brings joy. And well, and you know what? Because I don't even think about your t-shirts. Like I've seen the designs, mm-hmm. and I'm just like. You ever see a picture and you want to be there? Yeah. You know, it's like that type yeah. of vibe. You yes. know, like just the way it's all kind of old school a little bit, yes. kind of vintage. And it just like takes you back to a place that I don't know if we've ever been. But exactly. <laughs> it just kind of makes you want to be there and in that mindset or in that feeling, that mm-hmm. feeling of joy. So I think it's the same with your t-shirt businesses too. Yeah. Like and the shirts are super cute. So they make yeah. people feel good about themselves. Yeah. You know, yeah. like a lot of times now t-shirts are so vulgar or they're right. so like bleh, like you know and then and that's something i wanted to make our shirts based either on faith-based like motherhood like mm-hmm. just cute designs like i want it to be like oh my gosh like that's such a cute t-shirt girl like where'd yeah. you get it from you know and not like oh you wore that shirt <laughs> like girl where's your mother <laughs> yes yes so do you have a model then for your businesses or like a tagline or anything like that or it's just it's mm-hmm. just, um, no, not really. When yeah. I, when me and my husband were going over this last night, I said that the, I guess our motto, which that I used to say, which he told me to stop saying. Oh no. Was, <laughs> the carousel keeps on spinning from Grey's Anatomy. And he said, <laughs> stop saying that. Because my mentality was life's going to keep going. So oh, therefore, okay. like. I have to, I have to keep going. Like even though I'm stressed and I'm drowning and I'm overwhelmed mm-hmm. with like the orders and like the deadlines, like I'm like, love the carousel keeps on spinning. I have to keep going. <laughs> and he's like, no, you can get off the carousel okay. and take a break. Like yeah. you don't have to keep going to where you're stressing yourself out mm-hmm. and overwhelming yourself. So we are looking for a new tagline. Gotcha. <laughs> Because he said I can no longer. Well, that's that. a good husband. Yeah. Make sure you do need your rest. And I yes. think you bring up a great point is finding time for rest and exactly. finding time to stop because it is a twenty-four hour, seven day a week it business. Is. And it and it's different when you're doing something that you're passionate about and that you love. You have to make yourself stop. Exactly. You know, it's not a thing where oh we're off on weekends or something. It's exactly. And I think with finding rest has definitely been another challenge for me this year just because I do work from home. Like Mm -hmm. the t-shirt business is at my house. The photography business is at my house. So when I was having those rest off days, I felt like I'm not someone that's working from home. I just felt like somebody that's at home Uh and just being lazy at home, you know? Mm -hmm. And so from that, even my mom was like, you need to have an off day. Or if I call her and said, hey, I'm not doing anything today. Or hey, I'm about to go get my nails done. She's like, good. Yeah. I'm glad. Do it again tomorrow. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I can't do it two days in a row. <laughs> but finding the chance to like have those off moments has yeah. been something that I've always struggled with just because of how I felt like others would perceive me working at home. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes people have that negative stereotype of like you working yeah. at home and they're like, you're not working. You're just like being at the house. You're, you're in your, your pajamas. pajamas. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you're in your pajamas all yeah. day. And yeah. so I think like for me, I just had to be like, no, I'm at work. And now I'm at, I'm not at work. Like, I'm off. Yes. Like, I don't need to be at the computer 24-8. Or I yeah. don't have to be making T-shirts. My husband's like, sometimes he'll be like, please stop talking about that. Like, I'll be like, oh, well, what if we did this? He's like, we're not talking about no that business. today. <laughs> no business. We're not talking about no. that at all today. And so uh, that's just something that I've had to, like, work on. Mm-hmm. I'm not perfect with it. Like, I don't have scheduled off days, which I probably should. 
But because you never know like when orders are going to come in and stuff. And I feel like if I do have those off days, then I'm putting more work on myself on the back end Mm. when I can just go ahead and do it now. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I'm having to work on, um, which I'm still working on it. And so, but once we kind of figure that out, then everything will go back to where it should be. Yeah. And it seems like with businesses, uh, that it go, it kind of goes in seasons. Mm-hmm. It's like this is the beginning. We're trying to just get everything started. We're yeah. trying to um, build our brand. We're exactly. trying to get clients. Like yeah. there's kind of these different ebbs and flows to it. So there there are a ton of ebbs and flows. Um, I know, like I said, like especially for photography, with me being this being my fifth year, I kind of can tell mm-hmm. when the dry seasons are, when the high seasons are. Like yeah. like this month, I literally had like one shoot, and I'm pretty sure. Yeah, one shoot that was paid, and then the other three, it was just family. Okay. And so, but next month, I have five weddings. Oh, so, wow. It starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then that just starts the peak of wedding season. Yep. So, as you can see, like, we have seasons. I mean, and I think now that I'm a full-time photographer, I can be like, okay, so we're not, like, not doing well. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a dry season. Yeah. Which is totally fine, because now we've been able to focus on the t-shirt business and even, like, yeah. have more orders come in, like, start promoting more of our shirts. I mean, just this past week, straight, we've gotten at least one to two orders per day, wow. which is good, because this is what I wanted and stuff. Yeah. And so, but as a business owner now, I have to realize, okay, so when photography is down, we need to work on t-shirts. Or when t-shirts are down, right. we can work on photography. Like, it's just, it's a back and forth type of game, especially yeah. when you have two separate businesses yeah. that kind of run on two different way flows <laughs> yeah but yeah well that is so awesome holly thank yes. you so much thank for joining us on the me. tell your story podcast um tell people where to find you and we will post this as yes. well yes let me pull it up because they're <laughs> all different okay so you can find us on instagram and facebook our instagram is going to be holly j photography underscore and then our it's Burnley underscore marie underscore designs and then both on Instagram and Facebook at Holly J Photography and Brindley Marie Designs. Awesome. And there are websites too, right? Yes. Yeah. They're both our names. So www.hollyjphotography.com okay. and then www.brindleymariedesigns.com. So B-R-E-N-D-L-E-E-M-A-R-I-E. Got it. <laughs> Make sure. All yes. Those, yes. All those vowels. All <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, you guys out there listening, if you have any questions, definitely comment on our posts when we put this out there. If you have anything you want to ask Holly, yes. if you're thinking about owning a business and stepping into this for yourself, you can do it. Okay. Yes, it is you possible. You can, and you don't have to quit your job right no, away. You don't, you know, as your journey showed. So you can just kind of build and go from there, but thank y'all for listening until next time. Bye. Bye.